Oh, real quick, guys. This episode of Written By is brought to you by Storyflint. Storyflint. Are you looking to hone your writing skills and elevate your storytelling abilities yes. above the rest? Well, look I no am. further than Storyflint. Whoa. Our growing library includes a wide range of resources, including guides, articles, and curated tools and videos to help writers of all levels improve their craft. Now, that all sounds really cool, but what really sets Storyflint apart is their exclusive Notion templates. Now, these templates are tailor-made for writers and world builders to provide an easy and intuitive way to organize their story elements. Oh, heck yeah. So whether you're an aspiring author or a seasoned vet, Storyflint is the perfect resource to help you grow your skills and take your storytelling to new heights. Your one-stop shop for learning the art of storytelling is here. Visit StoryFlint.com. Hey, real quick before the episode, I know you, you just heard an ad, but uh, we guys, we have a special announcement. We have a really special announcement. Uh, our short film, Trouble Date, based on episode two of this podcast. We took an idea from this podcast and made it an actual film. And that film is coming out this Wednesday on the 19th. Yep. Two days from now, there's a link in the description of this podcast. It's going to be on the Written by YouTube channel. That's where you can see it. But also make sure you follow us on Instagram to keep up with all the updates, especially about the BTS stuff that's going to be coming out. So we hope you enjoy this episode. I'm Robert Therrell. And I'm Chase Bridges. And we're both screenwriters. Listen along each week as we either work together to write a new short film or go head to head with competing movie pitches. This is Written by... Welcome to Written By, the number one show in the world! Right behind all the other podcasts. <laughs> nah. I purposely eliminated the word podcast. Yeah. Because I feel that. we're bigger than that. We're not just two white guys with another podcast. Yeah. We're two white guys with a show. That's right, man. We work hard on this show. We're not just two dudes talking about the news this week. We're yeah. not just two guys talking about, like, yeah, man, so uh, the Flash movie. Had early access and all of the Snyder yeah, Bros. People are saying suck. things about it. Yeah, and no, I don't know, man. I think it's okay, but I'm gonna take an hour to say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take an hour to say mediocre, man. Mediocre. Yeah. Um, this week on Rin Bond, <laughs> I don't have a fun story this week. Last week I told uh-huh. the story of the eye doctor. Uh, this week nothing interesting has happened. Yeah. You got anything interesting? Anything happening? I have to you? anything interesting? Uh, I don't know, but I do have interesting things to say about what we're doing yeah, today. Yeah, I do too, actually. So we'll <laughs> jump right into that. Rival oh pitches. Nuts. We are doing Veggie Tales now. If if you don't know, uh, my whole career basically exists because of Veggie Tales, which <laughs> means that my career <laughs> exists because of Veggie Tales. Because I wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for Robert. Yeah. So a uh, frequent guest of the show, friend of ours, Shaman <laughs> Rama. Uh, what put him on the map was his song Veggie Tales Remix. Came yeah. out in 2018 and. I directed that music video and you know whenever anyone asks me for advice about a directing career or anything I just tell them hey just direct a really popular Christian music video in 2018 and yeah, yeah. see how when it when videos still meant something to yeah. the internet <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's it's fun though cuz I know the creator of Veggie Tales saw the video which is cool and I've actually yeah, I've cool. seen him speak at events before, like in college, there was an event he was at. So I got to hear him speak. Sense. He's an interesting dude. Um, I, in preparation, so I didn't grow up watching VeggieTales. I don't know anything about VeggieTales, really. Um, but I did some research just kind of like trying to figure out what it was today. Because, I mean, yeah. I know what it was, obviously. Yeah. But I learned a lot about it. It was really successful. Uh-huh. Like their production, their animation studio was like the biggest animation studio in the country, like bigger than Pixar, bigger than Disney. Yeah, it uh it's like one of the only 
pieces of Christian media that was actually like for real on the forefront. Like not yeah. just Christian media struggles so much just being on par with everything else. It but VeggieTales was the first thing that, yeah, it was ahead. Like people from Pixar were calling VeggieTales to, to try to figure, figure out, out yeah, how yeah, to do things. For uh, Toy Story. Yeah. Because VeggieTales came out the same exact year. And Pixar is a studio that was funded by Apple. And VeggieTales was a dude... It, yeah, his some house. Guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> I was really fascinated. And yeah. I also, I didn't realize this. I thought it was a primarily Christian thing. Yeah. In reality, a majority of it was just not Christian. Like each each thing would have like a Bible verse and that was the extent of it. It was more about just like kind of morals, like don't lie. Yeah. I think at one point they got sold to a TV network that cut out like some yeah, of the more it was, uh, biblical stuff. NBC, but, I think. Yeah. yeah, and they cut out the Bible verses. Yeah. In the outro, the outro of each one was like, remember God loves you or something uh, like that, and they cut that out. Yeah. And they just put it with like, <laughs> see you next week. Kind of crazy. <laughs> it's good. I, I grew up on all the DVDs and yeah. VHSs. And to me, it's hard to imagine it without any of that. So Yeah. I went, so I was doing research today. Uh, because so we did. If you haven't figured it out, we, we're doing a, a VeggieTales adaptation. Yep, we're making a VeggieTales movie. Each of us has already, hopefully. And uh, I was going through the list of stories that they have already adapted, and here's yeah. the full list of their stories that they've adapted. A lot like the Muppets and like Disney, like with mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse and stuff. Uh, they've done the Three Little Pigs, Beauty and the Beast, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Robin Hood, Indiana Jones, Sleeping Beauty, Wizard of Oz, Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn, Pinocchio, Lord of the Rings, and Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, they've done Bible stories like Jonah and the Whale. And yeah, they've done almost every Old Testament Bible story. Yeah. Which another fun fact about Veggie Tales. I don't think they have any New Testament stories. And I know why, because I read about it today. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do any New Testament stories because they didn't want... The guy's mom was like, you can't show Jesus as a vegetable. Yep. <laughs> and you shouldn't have the fruit be, or the vegetables be like redemptive characters or something like that. You shouldn't have it that a, a vegetable can be redeemed through Christ because they aren't humans and Jesus didn't die for their sins or anything. Yeah, so, yeah. so technically, vegetables are going to hell. <laughs> What's that tweet where it's like, when I'm a part of God's... A choir will I not be singing amongst have you seen that no. I, I, it's a great tweet I don't okay. remember off the top of my head but that gives me vibes I uh, I found a loophole for oh, mine yeah? and okay. I did both a New Testament story and Jesus oh, nice. without doing either okay and if you if you just guessed it off of that congratulations Ooh, I'm curious I I almost did a Bible story but I, I decided against it. Because when you asked me, I, didn't I was like, story either. oh, okay. Interesting. So take with that huh. as you will. Okay. But yeah, VeggieTales, it's it's like one third Bible stories, one third just other pop culture parodies. Yeah. And then what's the other third? One third just kind of original things. Like but, uh, the, the pirates. What is the pirates? The pirates that who don't, don't do, anything? do anything. Is that original or is that based on something? No, that's them. Yeah. Okay. It. I dig it. I also, just a heads up, if I would have had more time, uh-huh. like if I had like a few weeks, <laughs> I found all of the VeggieTales 3D models online for free. I did too. And yeah. I was like, yeah. I could animate, <laughs> I could go into Blender and animate a VeggieTales episode. Okay, okay. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of, because again, all the old VeggieTales, they're so low res. Yeah. It is so simple. To make something yeah. that looks like classic VeggieTales. <laughs> yeah. You could probably do it on your iPad. I don't know. Don't I know I could do it on my computer. One of my favorite funny videos on the internet is one of these. I don't know if you've seen it, but mm, I've pulled maybe. it up. But Oh, I, you got it? Okay, I'll be quiet during it so that way we can... <laughs> so, backstory to what I'm about to show you. Mm-hmm. This Somebody else made a sketch in the style of VeggieTales and then... During the video, while it's played, the person who's watching it on their phone gets an Amber Alert at the perfect time. Name something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Rob. Necky Grandma. Necky, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen that. 
it's already funny, but the Amber Alert at the perfect time turns Look. into like a Tim and Eric sketch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you go first this week. Uh, I'm going to go first this week. All I'm right. going to jump in. Uh, so, like I said, I didn't really grow up with VeggieTales, so all I really knew was Bob the Tomato, Larry the Cucumber, Larry Boy. Like, I, yeah. I was adjacent. Like, I okay. probably saw a few of the movies growing up, um, but I wasn't really, like, accustomed to the style. I wasn't sure what it is. So, I watched uh-huh. uh, a 25-minute episode of VeggieTales today. Nice. Which one? Uh, Larry Boy and the... Fib from Outer Space. Oh, that's a that's a classic, yeah. And I wasn't quite sure what the rules were for this week's rival pitch because, uh, again, a little bit behind the scenes, like we came up with this yesterday, so we had one day to do this. <laughs> um, and so I just started writing a live action adaptation of Larry Boy and the Fib from Outer Space. That's okay. what I started working on. Oh wow! And then I realized this isn't very interesting. And so I texted Robert and I was like, hey, what are we doing here? Are we doing a live action adaptation? Like, what are we doing? And he was like, no, just make a Veggie movie. And so I decided to throw that out. It was a good episode, though. I did like oh, okay. I did like it. There's some good jokes. I laughed. I laughed twice. <laughs> okay. And by laugh, I mean like, <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, it got me. Exhale through your nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then so I started looking. For, I was going to do Sherlock Holmes, but they had already done Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, maybe I can do Robin Hood. They had already done Robin Hood. And then so I was like, I don't know what to do. And then I realized, what if I, what if I did the best of both worlds? Huh. What if I adapted some fantastic literature, Yeah, a book mm-hmm. that's also a Christian story, yeah. but not really? I think I might Ladies know. and gentlemen... Veggie Tales, the Larry, the Apple, and the Tomato. Do <laughs> it, yeah. The Chronicles of Veggie Tales, baby. All right, all right. Let me. People have been waiting for this one, have they? I mean, I'm sure fans out there are like, <laughs> yeah. this is the biggest crossover event in cinematic history. It felt right. Yeah. Like I was like, how do you get people who don't care and do yeah. care to both care? Uh-huh. And it's the everybody loves the Chronicles of Narnia. So let me pull up. I have visuals. Okay. And, and I will read my pitch along with the visuals. So, it's The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. If you don't know the story, don't worry. I'm giving you the rundown as nice. I also give you the cast of characters. Okay. So, our four siblings that are sent into the country to live with their eccentric uncle dude, the okay. doctor guy, are played by Bob the Tomato as Peter. Yep. Okay. Petunia Rhubarb as Susan. Okay. We have Junior as Edmund. Yeah. And we have Laura Carrot as the younger sister. Okay. I forgot her name. Lucy (laughs) as Lucy. Yeah. So I made these choices. You got to have Bob as like the main character. Exactly. And then I was going to make Larry Susan, Uh but then I was like, there's a main female mm-hmm. veggie tales and then you know junior is always the one that's learning these lessons about being selfish <laughs> and lying yeah. and so i was like he's the perfect edmund and then uh in the tiny or in the fib from outer space yeah. is where i saw um the carrot yeah and that's she was a solid great character yeah she was great yeah. yeah yeah so that's my cast so far so they go you know the story these four siblings they go because it's world war ii except it's Veggie World War Two, you know the the war where all the vegetables are fighting Adolf Hummus. <laughs> so, so we're just going to introduce the implication <laughs> that there is a vegetable Hitler, but we're not going to dwell on it. Do yeah, 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 it's yeah. going to be like Cars Two, yeah. where it's like <laughs> Adolf Hummus. There's a Cars Pope, so that means there's a Cars God. <laughs> there right. are Cars Army vehicles, so there was a Car Hitler. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we're doing the same thing okay. with Veggie Tales. Yeah. So, you know, Adolf Hummus, they had to fight. Uh, And so they get sent to the country to live with the eccentric Archibald Asparagus. This guy. Yeah. British. That makes sense. British voice guy. So they get sent to go live with him. And uh, on a rainy day, the the four kids. And I know that Bob the Tomato is not a child. Uh I am well aware. You got to work with me. You know what I mean? Well, he's... 
the character he's playing is the most mature one of the group. Exactly. So I feel like it makes sense. Thank you. Yeah. I knew you'd be on board. And so <laughs> uh, they're they're exploring the house, and, and Lu- uh, Laura Carrot, the youngest child, finds an enormous refrigerator. And so Laura Carrot steps inside, and she finds herself in a strange snowy wood. We know this story. So Laura Carrot encounters... A fawn named Larry. We have our fawn named Larry. Okay. And he is a fawn cucumber, meaning he's half cucumber, half pickle. (laughs) (laughs) So so the bottom half is pickle? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the bottom half is a pickle. The top half is a cucumber. Okay. So uh, she meets That's Larry. That's somehow more off-putting <laughs> than a man horse. horse legs. Yeah. Uh, so she meets Larry, and Larry's surprised to meet a carrot girl, and he invites her to Bumbleburg. This is the world she's in now, Bumbleburg, which is the city, the town, like the mm-hmm. the town in Veggie Tales, I think. But it, Narnia is Bumbleburg. And uh, so they have tea, and, and they're having such a wonderful time. And the next thing you know, Larry just bursts into tears. And he admits that he works for the evil Bad Apple. The Bad Apple. The Bad Apple from Larry Boy will be playing the White Witch. But she's a frozen apple. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He works for the evil Bad Apple. And the Bad Apple has enchanted Bumbleberg so that it's always winter and never Christmas. And Larry explains that he has been enlisted to capture vegetables. So is her enchantment in the VeggieTales universe just she turned the fridge knob up a little? <laughs> I think so. I yeah. thought that was a fun gag. Yeah. That is cool. like in a refrigerator. Yeah. And so Laura Carrot begs Larry to let her go, and, and he agrees, and she runs off, and she she leaves Bumbleberg. She goes back to the to the house, the, the real world, and she tells her siblings about her adventure in Bumbleberg, and they don't believe her. And Junior, the youngest brother, teases her mercilessly about her imaginary country until one day he sees her going into the refrigerator, and he follows her. And when he gets in there, he doesn't see her. He doesn't see Laura, but he does see Bad Apple. And the Bad Apple uh, introduces herself to Junior as the Queen of Bumbleberg. Bumbleberg. And the Bad Apple feeds Junior the enchanted yum yum delicious candy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he loves the yum yum delicious candy. And he has this desire for the dessert. And so the bad apple uses Junior's greed and gluttony to convince Junior to go back to his siblings and bring them back to her. So Laura Laura Carrot and Junior return back home, back through the refrigerator, and they see Bob and Petunia back in their own world. And Laura Carrot is like, he's seen it, you know, he knows about it. And Junior denies everything and says it's just a silly, silly story. Oh, but that's a lie. Well, one day, all of the children end up hiding in the refrigerator, and they all end up in Bumbleburg. And Laura Carrot leads them to Larry's home, but there's a note on the door that informs that that Larry has been imprisoned by the bad apple for treason. And that means that, you know, Laura Carrot realizes that this means that the bad apple knows that Larry spared her life, and that the bad apple has captured him. And so she pleads with her siblings, please, let's go rescue Larry from the bad apple. And so they, they meet a friendly little pea, and he leads them <laughs> into the woods. And that's where they meet Mr. Lunt. Okay. And his wife. Madam Blueberry. Madam Blueberry. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and um, uh, they bring them back to the, their home and... And they, he explains that the children cannot do anything about Larry. There's nothing that they can do. The only thing that the children can do is join him on a journey to see the great, the powerful, Paw Grape. <laughs> Paw Grape is as <laughs> <laughs> You see what I mean by I did a story about Jesus and I, the New I Testament? I caught that, yeah. 
Yeah. Why him though? I don't know, man. I don't know these characters, and so I he looked like the only wise one. Okay. Sure. And his description on the VeggieTales wiki was like he's wise. Yeah. <laughs> and so Paw great. And plus, there's a gag I wanted to do, and you'll <laughs> okay, you'll okay, see okay. it worked best with him. Uh, so Paw Grape is the king figure in Bumbly Bird. I'm anticipating this gag, I think. <laughs> it might not be as great as you think. Okay. Uh, but So the children are all pleasantly enchanted by the name Paw Grape, except for Junior, who's horrified by the sound of it. And so Mr. Lunt and Bob and Petunia and Laura plot to meet Paw Grape at the stone table the following day. But they soon notice that Junior has disappeared. Meanwhile, Junior searches for the bad apple to warn her about Paw Grape's arrival and of the Luntz's plan. And the bad apple is enraged to hear that Paw Grape is in Bumbleburg and immediately begins planning to get rid of the children. The bad apple wants to avoid an ancient prophecy that says that four vegetables will someday reign over Bumbleburg and overthrow her evil regime. When the other three children meet Paw Grape, they are awed by him, and they quickly grow more comfortable in his presence. They love him immediately, despite their fear, and Pa Grape promises to do all that he can to save Junior. And then he, while this is all happening, he takes Bob aside and he shows him the castle where he, where he will be king. And as they're talking, they hear Petunia Rhubarb blowing her magic kazoo, Ooh. which means that she's in danger. And so Paw Grape sends Bob to help her. Arriving on the scene, Bob sees Jimmy and Jerry Gord. Yeah, Jimmy Gord. As the evil wolf. They're evil. <laughs> you know the, the evil wolf that the witch has? So, question. The characters yeah. playing animals, are they in some sort of costume? Yeah. Okay. It's vegetables dressed as animals. Okay. And nice. then, like, the whole joke is that they're like, yeah, we're going to kill all these vegetables. Yeah. Because the prophecy speaks of what, but they're all vet. That's the okay. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, but they're like in fur, yeah. and and they're like you know they're doing like I didn't write the dialogue, but you know it's like it's like oh we're gonna get you out of that tree. <laughs> I get down here, lady. Yeah. You know I don't okay. know how they talk. Sure. <laughs> I've never watched Veggie Tales, <laughs> but I read that these two's dynamic was like uh like the uh, like Three Stooges or something. Yeah, like that. no, they're yeah. they're fun. They're like Dumb deal. and Dumber. That's what I. That's what it said on the wiki, and um, <laughs> so, oh yeah, and and Bob the tomato sees Jimmy and Jerry Gord attacking Petunia Rhubarb, his sister, and so he smacks them on the nose with his mighty spork, and it and Pa Grape sees Jimmy and Jerry Gord vanishing into a thicket, so he sends his followers to trail them, hoping it will lead them to the bad apple, and the bad apple is preparing to kill Junior. <gasps> That's a big deal in VeggieTales, I oh, think, because yeah. it's kill. You know, yeah. that's, that's crazy. And uh, and Paw Grape and his followers show up and they rescue Junior, but they're unable to find Bad Apple because she disguises herself as a charcuterie board. Ah, oh. yeah. So in this universe, <laughs> a charcuterie board is just <laughs> just out. And it's meats and stuff. So it's meats and then <laughs> just some chopped up corpses. <laughs> exactly. Why would that be suspicious? That's like the Toy Story thing. Where it's like, yeah. what happens if a toy dies? Like, is, is I, the I child read... just playing with the corpse? <laughs> oh God! I, I read in my research today uh -huh. that in the new Netflix VeggieTales show, there's an episode where Larry the cucumber is eating a sandwich that has cucumbers yeah, on it. Yeah. <laughs> the VeggieTales. Okay, the VeggieTales social media could be unhinged sometimes. <laughs> there was a photo once where Larry the cucumber has cucumber slices on his eyes as like a relaxation <laughs> yeah, thing, that. and everyone's like, "Wait, what?" Everybody is went nuts for that. Yeah. And then also. <laughs> They posted a clip from the Rumor Weed episode on 420. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, she disguises herself as a charcuterie board. <laughs> but Junior is happy to see his siblings. He's been returned thanks to uh, Pa Grape. Mm -hmm. And he's accepted that the bad apple is evil. The next day, the Bad Apple and Paw Grape speak to each other. They have a meetup. And the Bad Apple demands Junior's life because she says that Junior is a traitor. And the Bad Apple says that according to the deep magic of Bumbleburg, a traitor's life is forfeited to the Bad Apple. 
And Paul Grape does not deny this. And that's that sick line in Narnia where he's like, do not quote the ancient magic to me, witch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was there when it was written. That's a that's a hard line, dude. Yep. When I saw that movie for the first time, I think it was on a field trip. No. I don't know. It was at school or something. Yeah. And everyone went crazy. <laughs> Just imagine a bunch of 11-year-olds losing their mind. That's the original, like, I was born in the darkness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Molded by it. You were merely born. You were merely adopted the darkness. I was born in it. Raised by it. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. I do, yeah, I do, I do a bit. Uh, so when I was doing the floors of my house, me and my dad, it was just me and my dad doing these floors. It was really tedious. And so I started doing this bit where, like, what if Batman happened in, like, classic Hollywood? Oh, and so I was like, well, Jimmy Stewart would be Bane. And you'd be like, ah, shop I was born in the darkness, <laughs> raised by it. You merely it. adopted the darkness. I must kill the Batman. <laughs> anyway, Robert Redford would have been Batman. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, Paul Grape does not deny this. Wait, no. I don't want to throw you off, but Robert Redford is totally like... Tom Hardy is like the new Robert Redford. I guess, man, but Robert Redford's a leading man, dude. He would have yeah. been Batman. Or or maybe James Dean. James Dean could have been Batman. James Dean would have been he would have been Bruce Wayne. Yeah. We'll we'll do an episode yeah, we'll do where we just yeah. pitch Batman yeah. in the seventies or sixties, whatever. Uh where was I? Um Oh yeah, Paul Grape does not deny this, and he secretly reaches a compromise with her. She seems pleased, and he kind of leaves, seeming kind of solemn. The following night, the sisters are unable to sleep, and they notice that Paul Grape has disappeared. And so Petunia Rhubarb and Laura Carrot hide behind some bushes after they've followed him through the, the woods, and they watch as the bad apple and a horde of her followers... Cover paw grape in grape jelly. No! no! The bad apple explains that paw grape has sacrificed his life for Junior. Oh, that's the gag I was talking about. <laughs> so he gets covered with the guts of other grapes. And that is, that, that's pretty much the VeggieTales way of yeah. being tortured and killed. I think he should have just been spread on a sandwich. Like they bring oh, out dang. a slice of bread. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little gnarly. For yeah, him. but it, that's hard, man. It, <laughs> um, so then Petunia, Rhubarb, and Lark here, they stay with Paw Grape's dead body all night. And in the morning, they hear a great cracking noise and are astounded to see the stone table broken. Paw Grape has disappeared. I don't know why I'm getting so late. I don't know, but it's good. Suddenly, Petunia Rhubarb and Lara, Lara Carrot hear Paw Grape's voice from behind him. Paw Grape has risen from the dead. I know that I'm just telling the story uh, of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, but I need you to picture Paw Grape yeah. as Aslan. Because like when I say it, oh, that sounds powerful. But you have to remember it's Paw Grape. Mm -hmm. So he'd be like, what are you two looking at? You know, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't have time to write all the dialogue. So you have to use your imagination, people. So um, they they head back and and they, they head to Bad Apple's castle, the three of them, the sisters and Paw Grape. And they free all of the prisoners who were turned into grape jelly. And uh, then they have to rush and they charge to join the battle that's going on between Bob the Tomato's army and the Bad Apple's troops. And Bob and his troops are exhausted. But fortunately, Pa Grape swiftly runs in and he covers Bad Apple and her whole army with grape jelly. And that defeats the Bad Apple's followers. And after this great battle of of Bumbleville, Bumbleburg, Pa Grape Knights Jr., who has atoned for his sin of siding with the bad apple, and the children ascend to their thrones at ranch dressing, the castle in Bumbleburg, where they will reign, and Pa Grape disappears. The children eventually become adults, and they reign over Bumbleburg for many, many years, until one day, in a hunt for a magical bell pepper, they arrive at the lamppost that had marked the border between Bumbleburg and their other world, and they tumble out of the refrigerator. No time has passed, 
And they return to Archibald Asparagus' house as children. And the foursome tell Archibald about their adventure, and the Asparagus assures them that they will return to Bumbleburg one day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. The, the, what, what was it called again? The... Oh. Uh, the title. The... the the Chronicles of Veggie Tales: The Larry, the Apple, and the Tomato. Okay, nice. All right. Few things, just as a as a seasoned Veggie Tales yes. watcher. First of all, who uh, who was Petunia playing? Oh, Susan, the yeah. sister, the older Susan. sister. Okay, okay. Petunia's not a bad pick. Uh, yeah. Bit of a deep cut, though. I feel like the uh, Esther character kind of looks like her a okay. little more. I don't know because she has the kind of dark hair. She was only in the one episode, but uh, VeggieTales. I think I think that's a that's a fan favorite. You could bring back. Oh that. yeah, that is a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, and uh, also as a stand-in for the Turkish delight yeah. instead of just yum yum candy. Yeah, uh, in the. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego retelling. Yeah. It takes place at a chocolate factory where they're making chocolate bunnies. So oh. you bring the chocolate bunnies back and he sells out his family for a for chocolate, chocolate bunny. bunny. Okay, see, that's the thing. is like, if we have worked together on this, we yeah. can pitch this to VeggieTales right now. I yeah, think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Only other thing is, again, this goes back to them not wanting to portray jesus and even though this isn't the exactly the same thing pa great kind of doesn't work for me as aslan and <laughs> well, part of it the, is just that's all, the joke all of the veggie tales characters are a little goofy right the only possible thing i could think of is maybe you finagle it so larry is playing larry boy and he's and saving he's them aslan. as larry boy I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to think of a, a character that could be as like you might just have to like invent a new character for That would be that. cool. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Um Smearing and grape jelly is a <laughs> Kids are going to be thinking about that. We're like, "Wait a minute. What is <laughs> That's the that was the point. I thought it was fun. I will say what uh, what VeggieTales has done in the past in the uh, for like deaths in in the Jericho episode instead of like shooting other vegetables with arrows they yeah. uh, shoot them with slushies so oh I, they'll throw be. slushies at the characters or they have like a giant tube that will shoot out slushy so that's kind of how, that's how combat has been done in okay <laughs> see I just didn't know I yeah uh, together. We can pitch this thing yeah. because you would you would have to get VeggieTales to sign off. Exactly, yeah. we can do that, yeah. and we would have to get the C.S. Lewis company to sign off. Yeah. And I've actually I don't know if I've ever told you this. Uh-huh. I've written something for the C.S. Lewis Foundation. Really, it was going to be a project we were going to do. It didn't end up happening, oh, wow. but I was really proud of the sketch that I wrote oh, for the nice. C.S. Lewis. And oh. I met his uh, stepson. Oh wow! His stepson spoke at our school. And he had That's the right. most drip <laughs> of any man I have ever seen. Walked on stage, talked about things that he was told not to, and was never <laughs> <Yeah>. invited back. <laughs> he was my hero. Yeah. Because <laughs> we both went to a Christian school that was super Southern Baptist, which means they frown upon drinking and smoking. Yeah. But there is a brand of Christian that I kind of came from. That is super into we drink and smoke. And <laughs> yeah. that's that's the C.S. Lewis family, or at least well, that they're, guy they're, too. They're from England or whatever, yeah, right? So yeah. it's just very like you drink at like twelve. Yeah, he's like I had the. I, I'm not 12, doing justice to the twelve voice. p.m. and twelve years of age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was he was like it was the the most beautiful color of brown whiskey, and everybody <laughs> yeah. was like laughing uh-huh. and. And then he was never invited back. But he had drip, dog. Yeah. He came out in like riding boots. And Dang. bro, I'm gonna find a picture. I'll show you guys. All right. All right. I'm excited to hear what you do. Did you? You didn't do a Bible adaptation. No, I did. I uh, when you asked about Veggie Tales, I told you that it was it was a lot like the Muppets in that yeah. they'll do original stories, but also they do these stories. Or it very much has the vibe that they are putting on a show for you. Yeah. Even even whether it's original or it's based on a Bible story or another piece of media, literature, TV, whatever. Yeah. 
it has the feeling that the same cast of characters you've grown up with is putting on a new show for you. And even the vibe I want for this mm-hmm. is in the earliest VeggieTales episodes, they really leaned into that. Like, even more so than the Muppets, to where yeah. you look at all the sets, everything takes place in the kitchen. Yeah, I noticed You see that. the tile in the background. You'll see a sink in the background. That's cool. Yeah. I, and then the, you even, you see the set elements that they have built, where you see the edges of the facades, and you see the wood that's holding it up. Oh, wow. And it looks hand-painted. And even when, when I was directing the VeggieTales video for Shama. Yeah. I also wanted to lean into it with that, which is why you see the edges of the set you see the facades being held up. You see the film lights in the frame. Because people ask wow. me all the time why wow. that's there. And it's like, yeah, because I grew up on the original. You, you had a reason. Yeah. That's crazy. And I, I, I really wonder, because I know we've seen it, if like the creator, if Phil Fisher, if you caught If that he understood yeah. it. That's crazy. I call those types of characters where they're they're telling different stories. Uh-huh. I call them sandbox characters. Yeah. It's so like the Muppets. Disney does that. Because like, mm-hmm. like, what do you know Mickey Mouse from? You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Mickey Mouse, yeah. the Three Musketeers story. You know, yep. the, the same as like Looney Tunes too. Yeah. Like they'll yeah. do that as some, but uh, I call them sandbox characters, and I've always yeah. wanted my own sandbox characters. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll create them. Yeah, but that, that's what I like so much about Betty Tales. It feels very Muppets, kind of meets like Mel Brooks in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I read that the the creator of Betty Tales, he was super inspired by um. Jim Henson and uh, what was it? Walt the, Disney? Walt he's, Disney. He's really big yeah, into Disney. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, that makes sense. Uh-huh. That makes sense. So I did. I did an adaptation of a popular piece of media, and I was trying to. I was trying to think of something that is popular. A lot of people know is kind of embedded in culture, but also like has inherently Christian values to it. And did you also do the line the witch? <laughs> no, I did. No, I did. <laughs> but crazy. I did. I did what I think might be the most Christian piece of literature that's not like super explicitly Christian or like doesn't exist just in the Christian realm. Because I, I was trying to think of things like that, and there every once in a while you'll get something that was never intended just for Christians but is super Christian. Like the most recent example I could think of is Good Kid Mad City, the Kendrick Lamar album. Oh yeah. Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, even Kanye is trying to be gospel. Oh, yeah, Kendrick never tried a chance to like, he, oh, he yeah, really yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. to be gospel, but like the Kendrick Good Kid Mad City, it's like hip hop through and through, but like Christians latched onto it. Well, not like the turning point in the narrative is a literal like conversion scene. Like there's a oh. two minute skit of people praying the sitter's prayer and all that. And oh. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. carry on. Which also that just made me think like a VeggieTales Good Kid, Mad City. That would be that would be a fun. Oh no! Is that <laughs> what we no, done? That's not what I did. I was like, oh no! Do you have AI <laughs> songs again this week? <laughs> no. So <laughs> I went with a chaotic pick. I thought of it as a joke, but the more I thought about you it, really went the more it? I was like, this works and I have to do it. So <laughs> I'm going I'm to just go into it. I'll give you the opening scene. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to close my eyes and our two main it. characters are Bob and Larry. Of course. We'll establish who they are in a little bit, They're but Larry, cucumber. he's walking around the kitchen yeah. and he is super hungry. He hasn't had anything to eat in a while. He's like sweating. He's shivering. He's so hungry. He walks up to a house and he sees the most beautiful, perfect looking sandwich that he's ever seen. I was like, wow. I know that's someone else's sandwich, but man, I'm so hungry. Is it Aladdin? (laughs) I'm I'm so hungry. I need to eat the sandwich. He takes it, it eats it, and then Bob oh, the tomato no. comes out, and Bob is like, hey, you ate my sandwich. And in this story, Bob is a cop, <laughs> and he's, 
Did you? And he he runs after Larry. There's a chase scene. He catches Larry. (laughs) He throws him into this universe's version of jail, which is the strainer. It's an upside down vegetable strainer. (laughs) He's locked in there. (laughs) Title slam. Les vegetables. I, you did Les Mis again? We're bringing back Les Mis. Y'all no, didn't appreciate no, it the first time. No, <laughs> no, God, no. I don't think I can sit through another retelling of Les Mis, Robert. Oh, man. The second you said, oh, man. So, guys, I'm not just doing this for the joke, even though... That helped me along, but uh, look, if Les Mis works as Muppets, it works even more as VeggieTales. God, man, I can't believe you did. I can't. What if I would have done Frankenstein again? I know, yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, if you're new here, uh, a few weeks ago on our show, we did Muppet adaptations, and Robert did Muppet Les Mis. You're a monster. All right, let's <laughs> let's listen to Les Mis again. Oh so, God! Again, <laughs> Veggie Tales. Everything, no matter what it's based on, it has to center on some Christian value. Yeah. Les Mis is all about forgiveness. It is about how one act of forgiveness <laughs> inspires someone. Oh, yeah. To live a better life, and he has an impact on a lot of other people's lives because of that forgiveness. <laughs> You, you just add Jesus into the <laughs> monster. <laughs> so, John Larry Valjean. the Cucumber. Here we go. John Valjean. <laughs> and Bob the Tomato is Inspector Chowder. That's a good cast. Yeah, yep. that's a good cast. I even I picked some pictures of Bob looking real mean. Yeah, good call. Again, these two, they always have that dynamic where Larry is a silly one getting and on He's Bob the straight man. He's, it's yeah. Abbott and Costello. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... All right, we know the story. You don't got to tell us the story. I copied the same visual and I just changed the color. <laughs> no, so I am, since it's VeggieTales, there's a lot we got to change. And I'm also, I'm condensing it a lot more okay. too. Yeah. Because VeggieTales, the movies, they've made two movies. They're both really short. Yeah. And I'm even thinking like this could be just the hour long TV special, the DVD you get. Yeah. So we're going to switch some things around. We aren't going to do it exactly the same way. It's also going to be more about Jesus, but uh, and Bob the Tomato throws Valjean in the strainer. Yeah, but uh, Larry manages to escape, and now he's on the run, and he comes across a bishop played by Scooter Carrot. Okay, Bishop Myrell, and of course Myrell takes him in. Mm-hmm. Now, famously played by Fozzie Bear. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's keep going. <laughs> so. <laughs> In the original Les Mis. What Valjean, every time we every do time an adaptation? I do a Les Mis you do adaptation. Les Mis. By the fourth time, I'll be I'll leave. Guys, I'm going to keep doing them until I win one. I'm going to keep doing it until I win one. This was such a ridiculous thing. Like, diehard written by fans are going to vote for you just because of how stupid this is. No, I am, I'm going to convince you that this belongs as a VeggieTales. Let's go. Let's <laughs> Okay. In the original Levis, Valjean steals some gold, <laughs> some jewelry from the bishop. But this time around, since it's Veggie Tales, mm-hmm. and we've already established that Larry gets really hungry. Of course. This time around, he steals a chocolate, chocolate bunny. bunny. He has nice. a chocolate bunny lying around his house. And again, this is even like before he really needed food and he took a sandwich. But now he's just stealing sweets, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Even thinking about telling this story to really young children, probably younger than who would watch a Muppet Les Mis, is that I feel like a lot of kids might like fight over candy. And so that's even like a good jumping off point where it's like, that's relatable to yeah, a tiny yeah. kid. Yeah. Larry stole someone else's candy. Yeah, completely reasonable. Yeah. But a cop catches him, brings him back to Bishop Myrell. And Myrell is like, oh, you actually. No, he was telling the truth. I gave him the mm, the yeah. chocolate bunny. I mean, you you forgot the caramel felled bar- bunny too. And 
Larry's like, oh my god, why, why did you do that? And Bishop is like, hey, we all make mistakes, but it's okay. I forgive you. Hmm. Because Jesus said forgive, we should forgive yeah. each other. Yeah. And so now you need to take this kindness and give it to everyone else. You need to have forgiveness in your heart too, Larry the Cucumber, and you need to help other people out. And you know what I miss about the old Veggie Tales is at the end of the old Veggie Tales episodes, there is a computer. The computer's name was QWERTY. Qwerty. Yeah. Yep. And it would display the Bible verses. So since we are heavy leaning into this takes place in the kitchen and they've constructed stage elements, we see QWERTY in the distance and the screen lights up and shows Bible verses during this part. Nice. So anyway, Larry is wanted in a new town and Bob the Tomato is looking for him. He's looking for his prisoner that escaped the strainer and... Larry wants to stay hidden, but then a pea, he gets run over by a cart. A French pea. Yeah, a French pea. He helps the pea. And again, there are two things that let me know this isn't just a written by joke. This works great mm-hmm. as a VeggieTales film. You know, of course, other than the fact that the whole thing's about forgiveness or whatever. Mm-hmm. One was the title. So the Lace Miserables, Lace Vegetables <laughs> has a ring to it. That's also... Good. There are French peas in VeggieTales, and the whole yeah. joke is they speak in terrible French accents. So that, that's And of course, Les Mis takes place that's in France, I'm still so. furious, but this, <laughs> I do see the appeal. So, so he saves a pea, but now Bob the Tomato knows that he's around. Anyway, uh, Fontaine, played by, uh, I forget her name. I think she's just Mama Asparagus Mama or something. Asparagus, she's yeah. Junior's mother nice that's fantaine and in this version she's not a prostitute or anything crazy we're even we're gonna speed through this part a little quicker so (laughs) instead maybe she's just poor and this person played by phil winkelstein who is a deep cut character yeah he was in one episode he is a he was playing frankenstein which again if if you if you did that you could Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) He's playing Frankenstein, but really he's just an actor from Toledo, Ohio. Okay. He but, looks like he's from Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like mean to her. I'm surprised you didn't do Esther, the Esther character, like how you recommended. Well, I'll, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll get to that. I'll get to my, that. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so this dude is mean to Fontaine, and Larry sees him being mean. And he remembers that he has to help other people now instead of just himself. And so he steps up and makes him go away. And she's shook, but she's like, oh, thank you for helping me out. He's like, yeah, it's, you know, I'm doing it because I've been forgiven and I'm helping other people and whatnot. Bible verse in the distance. And then he's like, is there anything else I could do to help? And she's like, yeah, there is. I have a a son named Cosette. (gasps) <laughs> do you hear asparagus yeah yeah again i am gender flipping the character i hope it's okay for everyone but <laughs> this is one of the only like father child type characters in here okay. and also junior of course is the center of a lot of love, a lot of stories so yeah, i think yeah. it works i think it works it's like i i need help taking care of junior i uh i gave him to a family the yeah, I'm a Tenardier is yeah. the French pronunciation. Yeah, we learned I that from the Muppet. This time. Yeah. The Muppet adaptation. <laughs> I gave him to the Tenardier family to take care of him, but I don't think they're taking care of him. Could you could you get my son back? He's like, Yeah, I could do that. So again, in this version, we aren't like establishing a whole mother-daughter relationship before. It's already been shipped up. We're speeding some gotcha. things up. So now it's his mission to go get Junior back from the Tenadiers, who are played by the pirates who don't do anything. That's a good. Yeah, that's yep. really good. Now you will notice among the three pirates who don't do anything, <gasps> there's Pogrape, there is Mr. Lunt, and there is Larry the Cucumber. So but he's already do? Jean Valjean. So how do we, what, what do we do? I'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get to that. Well, okay, I, I, I set it up. I, set I was it up. playing along. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it seem like I'm the bad guy. You're the one that did Lay Miz again. <laughs> <laughs> so. He, so Larry the Cucumber has to get Junior back from the pirates who don't do anything. Who, of course, they're making Junior do all the work on the ship because they don't want to do anything. 
And right. that's not right. That's not fair. And so that does work really well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he manages to get Junior out, but there's a whole like the action scene or whatever, and they cause a ruckus. And yeah. Bob the Tomato is the cop that's assigned to go on the scene. And of course, Bob the Tomato looks at that cucumber, the pirate cucumber, and is like, hey, that's Valjean. That's Jean Valjean, the guy that escaped the strainer. I'm arresting you. And so then we get to play into this whole dynamic where the inspector arrests the wrong person thinking it's Jean Valjean. And then Jean Valjean has to go to court and say, that man is innocent. I'm guilty. And it works because yeah. Larry the Cucumber plays Exactly. Yeah. I'll give it to you. This works really good. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, of course, that's what happens. So, Larry, of course, in this version of the story, Fantaine doesn't die. Larry is trying to take Cosette back to Fantaine. And so... That's still his mission, but he makes the quick pit stop to get him off. But then he escapes the straighter and like is right. going back on a journey. But they have to journey through France, which in this universe we're gonna have a lot of fun with because again, like we're establishing that France is like the peas country. That's where mm-hmm. the French peas are from. There is absolutely no indication that France is a real country. We treat it like a mythical country or whatever. It's just the home where all the peas are. But when they get into France, they're surrounded by a bunch of peas, but they also make a lot of new friends, including Marius, played by Laura Carrot. So, you know, since we gender swap Junior, we'll gender swap Marius so they can have a thing. Also, Jimmy Gord, Jerry Gord. Nice. The Peach. I don't even know who the Peach is. (laughs) And then our our little kid that's wandering around, Percy P., Okay, yeah. Also, I didn't know the peas had names, but there are, there are two main peas, Jean-Claude P and Felipe P. Felipe. Felipe. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. Yeah. And then Percy, who is playing our little our little kid. He even has the, like the French hat. Yep, I'll give it to you, man. And oh. then Archibald, who plays kind of this disapproving grandfather or whatever. But uh in this version of the film, the French Revolution, we're going to establish a big bad. Oh, by the way, yeah, all the, all the citizens are the peas. We're going to establish a big bad. The guy that symbolizes the French government is Mr. Yeah. Nezer. Yeah. You know. And his plot is he's turning the French pea land. If we aren't calling it France, it's French pea <laughs> land. He's turning French pea land into a giant chocolate bunny factory. Oh. He's pushing all the people out building this big factory, and they want their homes back. And his henchmen are going to be the scallions. Oh, they look like rap scallions. Yeah. I think, I think they became an internet meme for a little bit. It might have been the asparagus, but yeah. And so that's all the characters, but essentially... Now, Larry, who's decided that he's going to live a life helping people, he decides to help the peas defend their homeland. And so we're going to have a big battle where Nezer's people, the, the French government people or whatever, they are throwing molten chocolate at the people. And then oh. all the peas are throwing slushies at them. Oh, so it's hot versus cold. Yeah, That's yeah, fun. yeah. Hot versus cold, two foods. Also, the peas have canonically used slushies as weapons before yeah. in Veggie Tales. So there's a big battle. And of course, throughout all that, Bob, who is on the evil side, is also trying to get Larry. Mm. And Bob managed. Larry manages to corner Bob, and he has a big slushy that he's about to throw on him, but then he doesn't throw it. Oh. Bob's like, why'd you do that? But anyway, Larry, he manages to help the peas, the French peas, win their land. They win French pea land back. Yeah. And, but then Laura Carrot, Marius, she is hurt, and so he has to carry Laura Carrot back to their hometown, but then Bob the Tomato is there waiting for him. And Bob the Tomato, this time around, he looks like he's about to arrest Larry, but then he asks, like, why, did, why didn't you slush me earlier? Why didn't you throw the slushy on me? And then this is when Larry is like, well, you know, it's because someone forgave me, but ultimately it's because Jesus forgave us. And that's why 
I do good things and can forgive other people. And in the original Les Mis, this final encounter kind of takes place on this bridge Mm -hmm. or like at the edge of this body of water gap or whatever. I forget what it's called, but uh, this is going to take place at the edge of the sink. And of course, Cordy is kind of on the other edge of the sink. And so as he's saying all this, giant screen lights up. We see all the Bible verses about forgiveness. And then Bob is like, I don't, I don't know. Like, you did a bad thing, but, you know, Jesus turned the other cheek or whatever. We're supposed to love our neighbors, forgive our enemies. That's what I'm going to do. And then instead of, instead of the inspector throwing himself into the water, killing himself, mm-hmm. Bob is just going to slip and fall in the sink. And it's going to be a real dramatic moment. And then Larry's going to be like, are you okay down there? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I don't know how I'm getting out of here, but okay. <laughs> and then there's a big happy ending. But of course, all of the other friends, Jimmy and Jerry and the Peach, and of course, like all led by Archibald. Archibald is sowing these seeds of discourse. He's like, wait, I heard that he used to be a thief. And then everyone's like, ooh, ooh, Larry used to be a thief. I don't know if we should hang out with Larry anymore. <sighs> but then Larry, you know, gives the whole spiel again about how he's forgiven and he's changed. And then that's when Junior the Asparagus is like, yeah, he's cool and we should love everyone or whatever. And then, you know, big happy ending. Nice. That is Lay Vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> also, another thing I want to address is this version isn't going to be musical at all. Oh. I want it to be played straight so that in the middle, in the intermission, we could have a great silly song with Larry somewhere in there. Nice. So, yeah, that's that's a VeggieTales I, I Live it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> uh, one of these days, we're going to accidentally do the same thing. Yeah. And that'll be fun. That'll be a fun surprise. I know, and then yeah. if you do Les Mis again, I'll be angry. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be very funny. We, we've talked about this. You still haven't seen Les Mis or anything. No. Yeah. Even though and you've heard point, the story twice. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I don't think I need to. I think I got it. You know what? Some insight into why we did this is we were thinking of ways that we could bridge the audience from our other work into written yeah. by... And we were like, oh, if we do a popular Bible story adaptation with VeggieTales, people are going to see this. But, you know, we saw how people responded to Les Mis. I feel like I pretty much just kneecapped that whole plan, but I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, man. I like how all of the comments when you did Muppets Les Mis were like, hey, we haven't seen Les Mis. Like, no one, none of us know Les Mis. (laughs) I know. It sounds cool and all, but like... You essentially just read us the plot of a three-hour-long movie. And then you were like, okay, I'll do it again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'll do it again. Don't threaten me. Don't threaten me, listeners. It's, and then when we get to the finale, the rival pitch finale, I'm going to shock everybody by doing a late miss. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, here's our rival, uh, minute pitches. For my VeggieTales movie, I would do a retelling, a comedic retelling of the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe called the Larry, the apple, and the tomato. And of course, the most important part of any VeggieTales movie is who is going to be playing what parts. The part of Aslan will be played by Pa Grape, the white witch is Bad Apple, Peter is Bob, Susan is Petunia Rhubarb, Edmund is Junior, Lucy is Laura Carrot, and Tumnus is Larry. Professor Kirk is Archibald Asparagus, Mr. Beaver is Mr. Lunt, Mrs. Beaver is Madam Blueberry, and then the dwarf is Curly the Worm, and then that big wolf dude Malgren is going to be both Jimmy and Jerry Gord. If I'm in charge of VeggieTales, we're doing an adaptation of Les Mis. I feel like the themes of that story perfectly fit with the Christian themes necessary for a good VeggieTales episode. So we're following Larry, who's playing Jean Valjean, who is being chased by Inspector Bob after he steals and eats a chocolate bunny. Along the way, he meets Mom Asparagus and saves her son, Junior, from the pirates who don't do anything, who are playing the Tenadier family. And of course, there's a whole mix-up because Larry looks just like 
like one of the pirates who gets arrested and he has to switch places with him. But then they end up in France. And of course, Les Mis takes place in France and VeggieTales has all of the French peas. And so they're helping the French peas save their town. And Larry helps save the French peas, all inspired by one act of forgiveness done by the bishop at the beginning, played by Scooter Carrot. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. <laughs> had so much fun with this one. I uh, <laughs> I've already forgotten what it was, and you just told me. <laughs> I just told you. Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales. You've been looking forward to the Veggie Tales one. I for have so long. very much so. I I don't. Hey, I hope you guys like this episode. <laughs> I've gotten tired. We uh, we we film these outros after we record the current week's episode, uh-huh. and we put a lot of energy we, into the, that yeah, episode. Man, this. This bowl episode we just did. Yeah, sure. we, we put we put our all into that one. And it, and it almost didn't happen. Yeah. We weren't even supposed to film a bowl episode this week. I know. Can yeah. you imagine not yeah. having that? Yeah, we did a... There's a whole musical number in the oh, middle yeah. of the episode. Oh, Guys, yeah. you have a lot to look forward to. But hey, hey, before, before we get into anything... Yeah. There's also something really big they've been looking forward to for a while. It's about oh, to happen. Guys, trouble COVID's day. back. Oh. <laughs> They were looking forward to COVID coming back. I don't know. I was being funny. You, you keep going. <laughs> Trouble Day. Guys, Trouble Day, our short film based on episode two of this podcast that we wrote, we produced, we filmed, we edited. It is a real short film now. It is done. And it is coming out this Wednesday, yes. the 19th. It's Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> Guys, over a year in the making, we wrote this short on Written by Podcast Season 1. It's coming out, and this is really, it is the podcast coming full circle. We started this podcast to come up with a lot of short film ideas. We took our favorite one, we made an actual short film, and now you guys that heard us come up with the idea on the podcast get to watch it as a film. And even if you've listened to the podcast, we... We took things up a notch with the short film. Yeah. There's still there's still some surprises. If you listen to the episode, you will watch the film. You'll kind of know where it's going, and you also kind of won't. So we really hope you enjoy it. Yeah, super super fun. Can't wait for it to come out. I've been waiting for this forever. Speaking of things people have been waiting on forever. Yeah. Time to announce the winners from the toy adaptation Ooh. rival pitch episode. So the the pet rock versus Tonka trucks, and the winner is the pet rock. I'm back. I finally won one. You were on a streak for a few weeks. I was on a streak. Yeah. Yeah. Every time before we record this, I tell myself I'm going to check the current score, but I think I'm still ahead by one, if not two. You're either ahead by one or two. You're yeah. catching up. We are still neck and neck this season. Yeah, so. and it's only what at the uh, this episode will be dropping on. It'll be like the 14th or 15th or yeah. something like that. So we're only in July. We still have a whole lot of season ahead of us. And yeah. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna dominate. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna sweep the rest of these weeks. Yeah. So guys. <laughs> uh, uh, be voting on who you want to win this episode, our VeggieTales episode. Be voting for the rest of the season because, guys, we have a great finale planned. Yeah. And the the quality of the finale is really going to depend on uh, on how many votes we get throughout the course yeah. of the whole season. So uh, make sure you're yeah, voting. Your vote matters. Vote. Hey, our logo was designed by Taylor Lockery. Our music was produced by Robert and Drew. Our email is written by podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any ideas for story topics that go into our listener bowl or stuff you want to hear us do a rival pitch on, whether it's a movie franchise, a movie genre, really just anything, send those to the email. Hey, you can follow us on all of our socials, including YouTube, uh, Discord, if you join the Patreon. Like, yeah, uh, we're on you the f- threads now. Yeah, we're on the thread. You can find us everywhere at Written by Pod. Guys, to vote for who you want to win rival pitches this week, go to our Instagram at Written by Pod. Look for the post from today with this episode graphic and leave a comment. Let us know which pitch you like best, or you could send us a DM. You could go to our Discord. There are many ways to vote. 
And uh, we want to give a big thank you to our sponsor of this episode, Story Flint, for making the show possible. Also, if you are a podcast looking for a website, there's a link down below. You can use our our link and, and help set you up with a podcast EO page. So, and that's ways you can help the podcast. You can also join the Patreon, like I said. You get some cool stuff like access to the Discord. And, um, hey, I don't think we can stress enough how excited we are about Trouble Date dropping this yes. Wednesday. Yes. It's going to be all over social media, so make sure you're, you're, you're paying attention and, and, you know, watch it. So, please, please. That way we don't feel like losers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we want as many of you to see Trouble Date as we can. We're really proud of this film. Yeah. Uh, we both have improved so much as creatives, yeah. as filmmakers, since the last film we did. Like. Yeah watching watching single with fangs and trouble date back to back it's like wow well we, uh, a lot happened between those two films yeah we learned a lot yeah and we're continuing to grow with you on the written by podcast yeah so guys uh <laughs> we'll see you we'll see you wednesday when trouble date drops yes. and then uh next week instead of a normal episode we will have our behind the scenes for trouble date yeah i don't know why why i blanked on the title for trouble day. you guys we're so tired but we've been working really hard on all this stuff for trouble date and written by and yeah yeah next week behind the scenes episode for yes. trouble date uh we talk about the behind the scenes pro- process of what it took to start with an idea from the podcast and adapt it into an actual film because there's a lot of like different parts of the writing process that you don't hear on the podcast and then uh we have an interview with our two lead cast members so we have matthew Matthew potterbaum and abby gilbert on the podcast with us it's a great time yeah can't wait for y'all to listen yeah uh one last thing and then we're gonna go i swear uh on the instagram we are going to be doing like a a trouble date q a thing uh the week of the release so if you follow us so you can get involved in that i don't know why i'm so (laughs) Okay, okay. All right, we'll see you next (laughs) week.